This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, guess what? Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. OMG. Do you want to have a cool website that's super easy to build? Go to squarespace.com and do whatever H. Allen is about to say. Well, all you got to do is enter that offer code LANAI, that's L-A-N-A-I, at checkout to get 10% off with Squarespace. Build it beautiful, or as we say around here, golden. golden. Let's start the show. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I... I'm H. Allen Scott. And I am Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. Yes, and we just watched season three, episode six, Letter to Gorbachev, which aired on October 31st, 1987. What a good episode. Was their Halloween episode. Boo! And is, of course, the episode... It was scary. It was scary at times. Uh, and which is, of course, the episode where Rose writes a letter to Gorbachev. It's in the Gorbachev, name. the premiere of yes. Russia in the 80s. Yes, late 80s. Yes, and uh, good episode. Really? Really, just strong. So many jokes. Very good. Um, which is great. There were a lot of jokes in it because I was hoping we'd have a funny episode for an especially funny guest today. Um, she is a comedian. She's in from New York right now. Yeah. She's hilariously funny. We're both from Massachusetts. We have a big. We have a big shared bond, and she, her eyes are so wide right now. I feel Mass like she. Holes. Yeah. Uh, Selena Kopic. <laughs> we're so excited you're hey, here. Gang. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh. I'm a huge fan of Out on the Lanai. Oh. Yeah, it's so awesome. And we're a huge fan of you. Oh, yeah. thanks, Jazzy Cats. We yes. both have a history with Miss Selena. I've I mean, known you guys both yeah, for a while. A long yeah. time. Back in New York. Yeah. Doing all stand-up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. running around. Running, just running. I know, yeah. From the basement <laughs> of comics, now closed. Over to Ruby Fruit, now closed. Over to Laugh Lounge, now closed. basements. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. There yeah. so many drink tickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, uh, my favorite Selena stand-up. Anytime you get into, it's usually when you're talking about a fight that you had with someone at a bar. But anytime you get into like a screaming Massachusetts accent, oh yeah, those are always my favorite oh, uh, Selena yeah. jokes and stories. She was seeing me just the other day on the subway. Some lady was giving me grief, and uh, and she like asked for a seat, but she didn't look visibly pregnant. Blah blah blah. I'm not a monster either way. <laughs> and I and I like kind of got angry, and I was like, and I was like, oh sure, sure, take a seat, take a seat. You know, I'm like, I like the minute wow. my temper. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Boston people, and I don't mean this um, in any offense, but you, you're going to be offended. Uh, oh, don't worry. I that, know we're monsters. <laughs> you know, when you when you get into the angry mode, it's like you kind of put Southern white trash people to shame. I agree. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah. it's definitely, it's a neck and neck kind of fight it for is. sure. You yes. guys are the white trash of the North. I totally agree. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> I, but I love that attitude of just like, you don't mess with me, you don't mess with my friends. Really? You know? yeah. See, the Midwestern... You don't, you don't step in front of me at Fenway. Like, <laughs> exactly. My, yeah. my Midwestern sensibility is just like, oh, well, you just go right ahead. I mean, <laughs> That's why That's the difference between us why as drivers, you and I. You are so calm as a driver. I am very whereas, calm. yeah. 
Anyway, let's get yes. into this episode. Yeah. What a great episode. Oh, my Such gosh. Such a good episode. So it much was, history. I was yeah. writing down. I was trying to write down so many jokes, too, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. up top. It was just like joke, 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 so joke, joke, joke. We started by seeing Sophia in the kitchen sitting at a table reading. A book called Magic Made Easier. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the 80s version of Magic for Dummies. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's Truly. A really, yeah. That's a really good call. And, um. She uh, she's doing the the old like she puts she takes Dorothy's watch Dorothy and she puts it in, in says, the bag. Dorothy, give me a watch, and then she puts it in the bag. Abracadabra, kibbe the booby, and then she takes a hammer and she <laughs> and smashes she the bag. Smacks it, she smacks and Dorothy it. is of course like, uh, and she's like, don't you know, just wait. And then and then she reaches into the bag and uh, she goes, was your card the ace of spades? And she pulls it out. <laughs> oh my god! And then she's like, oh, I think I got chapter seven and chapter nine confused. This watch is broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I'd forgotten about Dorothy's ex-husband, Stanley, yeah. right? Yeah. Stan. Stan. Oh, Stan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stanley. Stanley, but yeah. Stan. Okay. Yeah. Stan. Yeah, and the watch was a gift from him. Yeah, and oh, then man. she's all like, well, the marriage didn't work. Why should the watch? I, I love it. She's so like, good. she's like so feeble in she this is. episode. Yeah. She's she so incredibly well, feeble. <laughs> let's explain why she's doing the magic trick. So she's preparing for a talent, talent show. show. Yeah. I was actually very, I, I love this. It was a really funny storyline because it was just for Sophia. They, yeah. mm-hmm. We rarely have a, like a B storyline that's just one with person. one of the girls. Yeah. It's interesting because we also know the women love talent shows. They love yes. contests. They're forever putting on a sort of show. I mean, like Miami's yeah. nice. You know, it seemed mm-hmm. like they uh-huh. always had some show to be planning for. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like, it was interesting to see that only Sophia was prepping for it, um, especially when all the other women love it. But maybe it was but just like... the it, Senior Center. It's was not it for the for, Senior yeah, Center? Yeah, okay. No. okay. The girls are too young. Yeah, those young bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the um, center. And then... Um, so so they they leave the kitchen. They go into the living room. No, Rose comes in. No, that's in the living room, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, when yeah. she, like, sort of Yeah, through. and Blanche is on the couch, you know, reading in her nice little gray sort of, like, I know. whatever thing. So much drapey fabric. So much drapey fabric. And Rose walks in depressed. You know, she's very upset. And, and uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Before that, she comes in and Sophia... Or Blanche is like, what are you doing, Sophia? And Sophia says, you know, doing a magic trick. And there's like a joke about um, Blanche being easy. It's not that kind of magic trick or something. It's like yeah, a sex joke. Yeah, or something joke. like, you're, you're, you're the kind of tricks that you do. You can't do on a stage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I swear, I will never tire of the like subtle jokes about no. Blanche being a slut. Oh my God, I can't get enough <laughs> of that. They're not even subtle. They're just oh, like so blatant. I know. And then Rose walks in and she's depressed. And she she goes to the kitchen and they're like, what's wrong, honey? And then she says, I'm depressed about nuclear war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, she says it and then goes into the yeah, kitchen. Like, yeah. We're all left in the living room being yeah. like, wait, what? And yeah. then Dorothy has a great joke where she says, and just yesterday, her biggest concern was whether Bubbles the Chimp was traveling with Michael Jackson on his own free will. I know. <laughs> oh, so, my God. The so, layers and layers of 80s references. Poor Bubbles. So good. Oh, my goodness. It was so great. So Rose is upset because um, she's been, you know, she's the leader she's of the, the leader. Sunshine yeah. Cadets mm-hmm. troupe. And yes. one of them drew a very graphic photo. It was like the aftermath of nuclear war, which is, you know, it's upsetting to her, but that a child is, is yeah. drawing well, this. Well, let's explain. Let's do some history of what was happening in the 80s, because mm-hmm. it is actually, you guys had mentioned while we were watching, like, why nuclear war? That's, like, stupid. Like, why? Oh, no, no, no. That's not what we were saying. What we were saying was, um, she was saying uh, that... Dorothy was like, you know, these kids, they're, they're hearing it all over the news and they're exposed to it. And what I was saying is that today I feel like kids it's, aren't as exposed oh yeah. oh, see, to what's going on. I completely disagree. So like what, 
like, well, just, I, I get the point they're not being exposed because they're not following the news and everything. Yes, but yeah. in the 80s, it was actually a really interesting time because there were two huge films, one TV movie, one regular film, like feature film. One, The feature film was Testament, and the TV movie was The Day After, and both were about the effects of nuclear war on, mm-hmm. like, small towns. Really scary. Testament oh, yeah. is one of the most terrifying films I've ever seen. I mean, it's shocking. Um, and, and then Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan, of course, yeah. they were like... That was fighting so, against yeah. the but Soviet Union. That yeah. was really the looming threat in yeah. the 80s. I mean, sort of almost similar to the 50s of that weird, like, communist threat. It seemed like, you know, that's really what was shaken down in the 80s. Um, and yeah, I mean, it seemed to be a real source of anxiety for kids. Yeah. Sorry. You know? I had to move Carrie's phone because it's by the mic and it makes a crackle noise. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry yeah. about that. I was like, I'm not texting. Why are you taking it away no, from I me? Hear. So like, someone's receiving a message be somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, so yeah, that, that's what yeah, we were saying. The eighties was a really yeah. interesting time for mm-hmm. nuclear war, which you don't. I mean, like they say that it was the between seventy nine and eighty five was like almost as bad as the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. In that you know the Soviet Union was invading Afghanistan, which mm-hmm. led to the rise of Osama bin Laden, which exactly. led to the rise of you know yeah. everything. And that we happened. were on the side of well, the. Um, I mean, that's, we, we sort of created a monster that would come back and get us. Exactly, the, because know. of the Iran-Contra. We yeah. were selling arms. These, I mean, it yeah, was, it was a huge mess. And then recently, the reason why I countered recently was because of the Iran deal that just happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was all, you know, the, the state of Israel was all about, no, you're giving these, you're giving Iran a license to, to create a nuclear weapon, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a real fear because, you know, you have the Iranian leader saying death to Jews. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's a it's scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's also supposedly why we even went into Iraq in the first place, right? Yeah. Is that we were like Hussein is building nuclear arms exactly. and all that, which was all like well, bullshit that was intelligence. The false argument, yeah, yeah, yeah but, exactly. And yeah. although, like, I kicked it once with uh, an army military FBI guy, and Ooh, he kicked it. You mean like in the butt? Uh, I know. I'm like kicked it. That's a pretty good euphemism for like uh, not quite dating, kind of doing nothing but hanging out. <laughs> but I remember we got into like a fight one time about that, and he was mm. saying he's like, if you were a scientist in Iraq and uh, you know and Saddam Hussein was like you're making moves right you're making yeah. progress wouldn't you be like sure yeah we are we are you know like because yeah. he was saying like it wasn't false intelligence on purpose it was that the Americans were being misled I was like I think it was a lot more that we were like we want any reason to go in there yeah. so yeah. you know they really did it's ugh. anyhow God. back to Blanche being a slut <laughs> yeah Blanche <laughs> still would have fucked Dick Cheney <laughs> got um, us off track yeah so so Rose is incredibly upset mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she decides to write a letter. And mm-hmm. yes, she decides that she um, is. Go- she thinks that she can fix the problem by writing to both Gorbachev and President Reagan. Reagan. Yes, yes. Um, which gives everyone a good laugh. <laughs> yes, but I, I love that she that she's like I, I'm going to write a letter and it's going to make a difference. And that's yeah. just mm-hmm. that's the way that she thinks. It's amazing. And that is kind of a cool like core value of her character is that like yeah, yeah she's a dodo, but she's very hopeful and you know she's like, genuine. There's very redeeming qualities yeah. with her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's doing it for the Sunshine Cadets who she cares mm-hmm. about very much, despite the fact that one of them, Daisy, had stolen her bear Fernando. Like these, the fact oh, that this happened oh, already. Okay. Not happened even, already, yeah. These days, I mean, we'll see later in the episode, these girls are just little oh, shit. I yeah. honestly, the, the sassy one, I, I think, I bet they wanted, I bet they went back to Jenny Lewis and she was already like, I'm forming Rilo Kylie right now. I'm so sorry I'm unavailable. Um, because I feel like it was a, it was a, just another Daisy character. Yeah, so they should have brought, I bet they tried to and she was just. She was busy filming some she Canadian was filming the Wizard. 
weird. No, that was later. Um, um. But, but there's, there's a great moment, though, before the end of the scene where Sophia pops back out and she's, um, she's figured out maybe one of her, her talents. Mm-hmm. And she's got a sock on her hand, a sock puppet that looks just like her, which well, I think would just be... Just like her? Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's got, like, cotton hair and it's got Little glasses. glasses. It looks All like her. It could be bigger, but whatever. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, which I think would be an amazing, like, super, like, obscure Golden Girls reference Halloween oh. costume. Whoa. You know it's what I mean? Deep like, yeah. only hardcore there, Golden fans. Girls fans. I'm just saying, it's, I'm, I'm sad that Halloween has since passed us. I know. Um, especially related because it is a Halloween episode, you know? I mean, yeah, this did have Halloween. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so she's, she's doing this ventriloquist act and she's, you know, her mouth is moving the whole time. And, and in this moment, I'm like, this, this is where they're all looking at her going, like, I think maybe it's time we put Ma back in the home. Yeah. <laughs> she's lost it. She's gone round the bend. Yeah. Um, so then in the next scene, there's a camp out going mm-hmm. on with... And you think they're really outside. I, I know. Mean, it's dark, there's tents. Dimly lit. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Dimly lit. Tents flannel. behind them. Oh, yeah. Blanche looks so good in that flannel. Blanche, she does. Blanche could walk through Williamsburg and fit right in. Oh, oh yeah. With her she, Coca-Cola and her flannel. Oh, no. And those kind of big clip-on earrings. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, and the, it was a very long flannel, too. It was very baggy. It was, you, want, you want baggy flannel. You don't want fitting flannel. I know, yeah. 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 Flannel, sh- flannel shouldn't be slim fit. It I mean, did comfy. we go to high school in the 90s or did we not? I know, I know. right? Angela Chase, anyone? Yes, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Tied around the waist. I didn't know what form-fitting clothes were until I left college. <laughs> I was like, are you supposed to buy stuff that fits your body? What? Oh my God. I watch Turner Classic Movies all the time. It's my default channel and I just think my body, because I have a very, you know, full-figured body, like my body was meant for clothes in the 50s and 60s. It's like, oh, like yeah. just pants that are supposed to be high-waisted and baggy mm-hmm. and I can't do skinny jeans. I have just, oh, no. I have Thunder thighs. I have such so also, much meat. Yeah, and I have, I have some pretty big calves. I feel Same. like I'm wearing a sausage casing yeah. right now, pretty right. much. When I take yeah. off, like if I t- if I if I wear um, what is it called, joggers, joggers. Yeah, you know where they're tied at the bottom. Mm-hmm. If I take those off, I literally have to like peel them off oh, of I my know. my and calves. Then, wait, there's like a crease in my skin. Yes, yes. Oh, I, have the God, same thing. I know. Look at us. Tucked up some big old legs. I know, but you know what? There are some people right now who have boners listening to this podcast. Truly. They love a big leg. Don't yeah. say try. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm okay Absolutely. with it. Yes. Um, boners, boners. So there is that one sassy cadet that is, because mm-hmm. Rose is telling a story about like a, a headless, headless, like spooky, uh, yeah. A headless yeah. <laughs> Native <laughs> American. I don't, there's a headless yeah. guy. and racist. He cries out. I think she says headless Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, who Because later she does put a headdress on. Um, yeah. And he cries out and the girl goes, how did, and it's, she it, She delivers it, this cadet, in the same way that Jenny Lewis delivers her line. It was a lines. good performance yeah. as well. She was, yeah. she was yeah. so good. And she was like, how does he deliver his line if he doesn't have a head? And then she's like, well, it's, it's, it's a scream from the heart, which is the most powerful kind and she goes Ooh. my dad's a surgeon and that's physiologically impossible <laughs> it's this set up this set up every kid's performance in kindergarten cop yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there was a real era when bratty kids were the thing in Hollywood yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and kids used to be if you look at movies like um 
Oh god, like bad news bears and stuff. Kids yeah. would like young kids in movies would say like fucking shit, and they would be, mm. but they like they don't do that now. Yeah. But like movies in the eighties, eighties, well, like young kids you would had a swear little bit a of lot it in, more. Like, Malcolm in the Middle, and you know a little bit of the eighties or nineties. Did early Frankie Muniz ever say fuck? He, well, they can't say fuck. It's network television, but like he, they were sassy. They were like, but but did he say like I'm gonna put my dick in your pussy? Because like seriously, Again, network watch television, bad Carrie. news bears like. <laughs> Sleepaway kid, like those, like eighties. Like, did someone say dick and pussy? And in, 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 I guarantee you, in like a movie like I Sleepaway like Camp, the 80s they did. Lucy Goosey. Like, remember in Sixteen Candles when he's like, I got underwear, and all the boys yeah. are like, Yeah, like the well, Sixteen Candles that, is a very that was a very different racy. genre. Like yeah. that was yeah, that was supposed teen. to be that's not kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but like Malcolm in the Middle, the kids were little shits. I'm yeah, okay. Were, or like you know, like um, uh, what Ferris Bueller? Not oh. that, that's teenager. What's yeah. the one from the ninth? The, the Fox. Whatever. I don't know what I'm talking uh-huh. Doogie Howser, they were sassy. But we're talking TV versus movies here. Yeah. We're not talking That's about true. sassy. I'm talking about like kids who are saying like really vulgar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a great moment where so they're not actually camping outside. The little Jenny Lewis curly Sue wannabe girl goes up and like turns on the light and she's like, mm-hmm. But we're in your living room. And this <laughs> one girl who I feel like auditioned for the sassy girl part but didn't get it, so I they know. gave her a line. She was like, You promised us we could pee in the woods. And Blanche just goes, Get away from that couch. <laughs> Which so good. It so was good. her accent is the greatest. That like just very like Mississippi uh, Southern, like get away from my couch. And when and she gets deep like that, like you get away from my couch. So it's like, very like I love it when Blanche it's like gets when deep. it's like when Rose shot the Voss and she's like, You shot my boss. My boss. <laughs> I wish you would have shot Lester. <laughs> Lester. And she goes so deep. Yeah. Oh god, it's amazing. Um so then the girls all want pizza because they're spoiled brats and don't like whatever the women have provided. So Rose I'm sorry. Let me just back that shit up because they were providing beans and beef jerky. Yes, I want and pizza. Yes, I want, I would eat in the I marshmallows. I have beef jerky with me today for but lunch. You are not eating like if you had a choice between pizza or beef jerky. Pizza. Exactly. Yeah. Pizza. Okay. All right. That's fair. I didn't yeah. realize that's what they were feeding them. Um, but Rose takes also, some. Also, they need any excuse to like get the kids out of the scene. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Because the Russian guy has to come over. Yes. Foreshadowing. But I know. and I think Selena, you maybe brought this up uh, when Rose was like, "I'm just going to take the girls down the street for pizza a or block. down the block." The block. Know, yeah. yeah. Like, um, what Miami neighborhood <laughs> is like at the end of the block? We have a pizzeria among yeah. all these one level homes. A residential neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I also okay. feel like. Those those types of girls are the type of girls that will like break off from the pack and go yeah. like to an arcade and get yeah. kidnapped exactly. and end up on a milk carton. So and Rose shouldn't need that responsibility of having. And to then walk interestingly, all those girls when Rose around. has to double back to get the big um, mm-hmm. the headdress, flower headdress, I'm like, so are the kids just solo on the streets right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, where are the kids? I know. She just like all. gave them a twenty and was like, order <laughs> pizza. Exactly. I'll be Gotta right get back. My offensive hat. <laughs> and also, she's putting it on because it's a full moon, I know. which I think they really just need to hammer home how kind of cuckoo bananas childlike she is yeah. because yeah. The, at the next moment the man shows up at the door. Um, the Russian man. So mm-hmm. what was his Ding name? Dong. Oh, I just wrote guy from the Russian embassy. Yeah, yeah. he's the guy from the Russian embassy. He comes by as like, you know, uh, uh, Premier Gorbachev Pre- was was moved by a letter, by Rose Nyland's letter. And he wishes to and speak And he has that like her. standard 80s like Russian accent, I yeah. guess. I don't know what yeah. a Russian accent sounds like, but it was all over 80s movies. It was, it was. 
Yeah. Like before, basically Russians were like evil until September 11th. Exactly. And then after and then that, it was all like, again. Yeah. You watch like Air Force One. It's Russian people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Die hard. You know? Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, Russian and they make people. a reference to Rocky IV in it. Dolph uh-huh. Lundgren. Yeah. Which, by the way, he's not Russian. I believe he's... He's either, uh, I think he might be from Switzerland or Austria, mm, yeah. uh, but he's so Russian sympathies. Yes. But he, do you know, he's like, he's a genius that he's like a member of like Mensa and everything. Really? Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren is, is Whoa. like, he's a genius. Yeah. He might be like a scientist. I'm just throwing these things out here. I just know he's, he's a genius. So I know he's Gina incredibly Davis. smart. Gina yeah. Davis. She's a member of Mensa. So is Luke on Modern Family, which is funny because he plays like a doltish, dumb kid, and he's yeah. a member of Mensa. Wow. So am I. No, I'm not. Hey, no, I'm, I'm not. a member of Mensa. Really. Hey. You know what's funny? I worked. I used to work at this. This is a horrible off story, but I used to work at this company, and the uh, it was like an event production company. And some woman didn't like me. We uh, the event we were working, and she was like, "As a former member of Mensa, oh. I can tell you, or as a member of Mensa, I can tell you." So, like in the office, oh. then we all started like being like. As former student body president of Kirkwood High School, I say we go get pizza. Exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I know. I once dealt with a doctor who was so terrible, and she was like, I went to Harvard. I blah, was blah, just blah. about to say yeah. that. And I literally, I was like, we're in the Boston area. So did everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, lady. I'm going to file a complaint against you anyway, because I have strep throat. It's a long story. But. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I went to UMass, but I didn't go to the one in Boston. I went to the one in Dartmouth. It's like hey. the second worst UMass. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Lowell. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. All the masses are great, I'm it's sure. all over my head. I just went for a year. Um, mass talk. Mass talk. What UMass school did you guys go to? There are so many. Did you go to Amherst? Did you go to Boston? Lowell? I've partied at the Amherst one. Because hey. that was a big party school for a yeah, long time. Good times. I think 98% of the people listening are like, what's going on? I know. Like, I'm just hearing what? words that sound like Massachusetts. Did they say Peabody? Worcester? What? I know. Did those young kids get the pizza? No, yeah. I can't even follow this. Um, can we for a second talk? about Blanche's spit take. Yes. Oh, so, genius. Um, so the, the, the Russian man comes in and he admits that he thinks that... that, um, that he just says, Premier Gorbachev read her leather and wishes to speak with her. And then Blanche does a spit take that's just perfect. Some soda. I mean, yeah. just, she, and it is... It's a lot. It's And she uses like her whole body lurches mm-hmm. for it. It's the biggest it's spit take I've ever Physical seen. Physical comedy at yeah. its best. And because I was wondering, I was like, why is Blanche... Because usually when they do... She's, like take. Soda the whole she's, time. she's yeah. holding this can of soda for the whole scene. I'm like, that's yeah. really interesting prop work. But usually it's like people are all sitting at a table and then they go to take the sip and, mm-hmm. the, and you kind of see it coming. Mm-hmm. This one I did not see coming no. at all. No, it was... And then the Russian guy had a very funny joke too, which I think is, is very consistent with a lot of like 80s Russian stuff where he's like, I usually wait in line for half that portion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are so oh many God. Russian jokes. communist jokes. Yeah. Jokes about yeah. Russians waiting in line. Do you remember SNL had a commercial for like back in this era, had a commercial for um, McDonald's Russia and it was yeah. like it was like um, something about it you know the kids happy meal it was like uh, treat is roll of toilet paper spool of thread and it was just like <laughs> making fun of how they didn't have anything like so messed up oh, they don't God. have anything yeah. yeah well they do make a toilet paper joke later yeah, yeah they um, do. but uh, so Rose comes back she and gets the headdress that's when she gets the headdress um, or well then later no. when she comes back from the whole event yeah oh, I think her. she yeah they yeah oh. so the, the guy from the embassy it's basically like you guys are coming to Russia because he wishes to speak with her. And then yeah. Rose comes back and when they tell Oh, that's Rose, right. Yes. When they say like she's they're like, like Rose, 
Like they're like the pr- premier premier yeah premier Gojo Hajar. and then she's like what about Reagan yeah she goes what did Reagan say <laughs> I sent that letter two days sooner than yeah. Yeah. before <laughs> which is it's yeah it's so great that I love that that's her first reaction um, so then so act break we come back and Rose is trying to sleep on the wicker couch oh. which. Anytime the women are trying to sleep on that thing, I'm just like it. The cushions don't look comfortable. None of it looks comfortable. There's no no support. It's just incredibly firm and hard. Yeah. uh, Although I like a firm, hard couch sleeping on. I like my bed's very firm. I like I like sleeping. It's good for your back. It is good for your back. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> that's, good, that's good for you guys. I don't. I don't know. I guess I you like need a cush. You no, need a little. You, know, you want to be like on a cloud. Kind of firm. Yeah. No, I don't like. Yeah. I don't like to sink. I don't like to feel oh, like I'm yeah. sinking in. I know. I because then I, I'm worried about like sinking in and suffocating, <laughs> or like falling asleep. Like I hate a couch where you sit and it's like you can't help but be like you're going to this pod and it's like get ready for sleepy times. Oh, like you can't stay awake. I hate it, the couch know? that's like the seat. Like the, that seat's it's too far back so that when you sit, if you're of a certain weight, like you just immediately get a fupa. Like no matter. Yeah. No matter yeah. what, no matter how pronounced your fupa actually is, like you're, it's gonna be seen. Yeah, because the couch is it's so far you back. Angle. It's putting yeah. you at an angle. I mean, I probably have it in this chair. Like it's putting you at an angle where, like, it's just fupa town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, before we get into uh, Rose's dream oh, sequence, we should do some nonsense. Yeah, let's take let's take some a little fupa pause. nonsense. Let's take a pause for some nonsense. Ooh, nonsense time. outonthelanai.com, you've noticed how sleek and sexy the site is. You're probably like, who did they pay to build it? Well, guess what? We built it. Outonthelanai.com was created using Squarespace, which has intuitive and easy-to-use tools so that tools like us can do it ourselves. I'm not I'm not calling you guys tools. I'm, ac- I'm actually specifically talking about H. Allen. <laughs> My tool's bigger than your tool. <gasps> you guys, Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. Trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world starts at $8 a month and you get a free domain when you sign up for a year. Start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code LANAI. That's L-A-N-A-I to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful, a.k.a. Golden. Golden. So uh, now Rose is trying to sleep on the wicker couch, as we've been saying. And the the TV, we were talking about the noise. Yeah, that the when noise. TV yeah. Stations go Late on at the night air. when the television channel is done, like Johnny Carson has aired and it's the, they're done for the night and the guy has to go home, it goes into this weird sort of like yeah. fault screen where it's just, so no, like in the 80s, there, there wasn't, ha- infomercials weren't happening. Yeah, it wasn't like 24 hours of television. No. And you, no. you, you, could, you didn't have a timer on the remote that would shut the TV off yeah. in an hour like you yeah. can now. So yeah. people who fell asleep with it on once you know everything Wee! went off it was basically yeah. like wake up yeah. save Ooh. yourself on your electricity bill exactly. why do I sound like Jane Curtin and Coneheads yeah, I don't know about that <laughs> I don't know I love Jane Curtin Jane you ignorant slut I, oh. <laughs> SNL guys great um, yes. well great I just I very much enjoy Jane Curtin. Mm. Oh yeah, Jane um, Curtin is amazing. Chevy old Chase. SNL. Yeah. 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 
Chevy Chase, yay, yay. Um, so yeah, Rose then we go has, to an amazing dream sequence. Oh. Yes, uh, Rose's dream they're, sequence. They're, they're on. They're in Wedge Square on some sort of large balcony, and you see Rose, and it's snowing from one angle only. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, like one spot in the ceiling. Yes. And, and trickling thousands down. of people are there to see Rose. <laughs> but not to be confused with on their side, there are like four extras yeah. standing yeah. The behind them. The editing is really stellar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, it's snowing in a B-roll shot of a crowd uh-huh. in red square. And then look, we have what looks like a studio shot of the Golden Girls <laughs> and a few random commie-looking mother- yeah. people. You can curse. Okay. You can curse. Yes, okay. yes, yes, you can. Mother- motherfuckers. Yeah, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And then someone... Sorry, do you not remember when I said dick and pussy like five minutes ago? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> and then you can totally see, I'm sure there's somebody perched right above the shot, like, you know, just with sprinkling. one hand. Sprinkling. Oh, sprinkling. just one sad PA. <laughs> My arm is so tired. <laughs> I'm making television magic. But I will say their outfits in this scene, they're, they're dressed oh, like characters God, in Clue. Outfits. Yeah. They, oh. Rose has this beautiful purple. fake fur purple, purple. coat on. She mm-hmm. looks gorgeous. And she's, in she's, it. she's just speaking to the people, you know, <laughs> saying whatever. I want you to know that Dr. Shivago is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh my God, and, so silly. And then she says she wants to introduce them to her friends. And so she goes to Dorothy and they're, they're chanting something. We don't know what they're chanting. But then she interrupts them as they're chanting and says, no, no, this is Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, so they must have been saying what well, we can only assume name. is some, like, some f- big, boorish, ugly man. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. yes. And, and so, so Oris and Dorothy um, starts talking about how, you know, she loves the country. You're very beautiful people. What does she I, say? I, didn't, I couldn't pay attention to what she was saying because I was so distracted by her hat. Oh, her well, hat was so... Uh, I didn't like it. No, I it, loved everyone oh, else's I loved, hats. I loved the hat, actually. It was, I liked that it was brown and fur, but yeah. the shape of it kind of reminded me of like Nurse Ratchet's hat from oh, One Flew Over no. the Cuckoo's Nest. It was mm-hmm. just a weird... It was like a sideways was fur yeah, Nurse Ratchet sort of hat. Yeah, it was But yeah. I liked it. I like a little weirdness. Um, but she yeah. was wearing... She was dressed in mostly greens mm-hmm. and she was saying how you know, you have a lovely country, um, except your toilet paper. No wonder you people look so grouchy. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. killed me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TP jokes. And then Blanche She's dressed, dressed in all like, white. All white, like Cruella de Vil with yes. like that. Yes. What's that with thing that muff. you wear? The muff yeah. that you put your hands through yeah. and like the, the hat that matches the shape and yeah, she comes so out and um, she sings very a la Marilyn Monroe yeah, to, to Kennedy. Yeah. She sings Happy Birthday. Birthday, Mr. Number One Communist. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Oh, She's amazing. So good. And then, and then Sophia comes out of nowhere. It, but it's funny mm-hmm. because Sophia comes out wearing almost like a rain cap and a bathrobe. Yeah. Which, but that's what happens in dreams. It's like weird stuff where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. you were in my dream, but it didn't look like you, but it was supposed to be you. Yeah. yeah. That was what that felt like. She felt very out of place because she was in a bathrobe where she's kind of like, wait, what am I doing here? I had that dream. Actually, Chili? last night with a former guest, podcast guest, Elliot Glazer. We all mm, love Elliot Glazer. Yay. Elliot Glazer and I, in the dream, were in Berlin, Germany, <laughs> in the dark room of a gay bar, like wow. the sexy space of a gay bar in, mm-hmm. Ger- in Berlin, just screaming, We're Jews! We're Jews! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I, have, I have no clue how we got the there. Why we were screwed? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But I texted him this morning, being like, "So we're planning a trip to Berlin." 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if any, yeah, yeah that's, that's a what sign. you gotta do. Yeah, that's yeah. what you gotta do. Weird Jews. Yeah. Anyway, so Sophia garden. walks up and and she um wants, she, she does a bit of her act. She's her wicker purse. Yes. 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 Always got to keep that BP yeah. medicine. So um yeah, so she comes up and she decides this is probably a good place for me to do my act. Yeah. Yes. And um she I just does the flew thing. here from Miami. Yeah. And uh, she goes and uh it, yeah, it's a beautiful city. Your, your streets are clean and all the bugs are in the American Embassy. <laughs> I thought that was fucking great. I, I was know. like, that's hilarious. That was very funny. It's a good joke. Tight joke. It's a good Tight joke, joke Sophia. And then Dor- or Rose gets back up. And Rose gets back up. Um, she does that thing. Anytime Rose has a dream, anytime any of them have a dream, they'll say something in the dream and then they, they're like repeating it as they wake up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this one. Well, that's a, that's a. I feel like it's a pretty standard Well, trope. it's standard because of the Wizard of Oz. There's no place like home. There's oh, no place yeah. like home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that was. Yeah. I guess Come it's on. not just a Golden Girls thing. No. <laughs> There's more to life than Golden Girls? What? what? Okay. I'll take your word for I it. I mean, I hate to. So she wakes that. up going, the best audience in the world the best audience in the yeah. world she wakes up and Dorothy and Blanche are there because she's been just calling and out some amazing drapey robes drapey robes drapey, yeah. drapey, robes, drapey robes just flowing I mean it's gorgeous yes. um, so Ro- Rose is nervous Rose is nervous mm-hmm. to go to Russia she's nervous yeah. to I mean we all know from like an episode or two ago that Rose's like greatest fear is actually speaking in front of people speaking in public mm. and I mean she was terrified about having to speak at her aunt's funeral yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but to speak to like thousands of people, I think mm-hmm. is, you know, that's, that's crazy for her to think about. Yeah. Um, so then this is when Sophia once again shines oh my God. by showing us. Sophia walks out and she's like, guys, guys, I figured out my acts. I figured out what I'm going to do. And she, 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 has has a boom a, box. she has a boom box, which is very do the right thing. Or like a thing. radio. Yeah. yeah so some sort of like outdated. Yeah. It's like a cassette player type mm-hmm. thing. And she, she presses play. Should we sing Carrie? Yes. I also, I love that she has like the instrumental track I to the song. <laughs> like it. she went to a store and was like, so I'm looking for, you know what I mean? Like she had to find it. <laughs> so it's um, like, thanks. thanks. For, for the, the Medicare, Medicare from Blue Cross and Blue Shield for a hip that's finally healed. Remember on prescriptions, generic is a steal. We thank you so much. Applause, applause, applause. Oh, Only so from good. people listening to this podcast right now because Carrie and I actually, when we were watching, sang it out loud. We were yes, singing it. <laughs> Wait, and is that Thanks for the Memory? What song is that originally? Thanks. Thanks for, for the, the memory. memory. I can't okay, do it yeah. without Medicare. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's but from it a musical? Uh, I don't know what it's from. Okay. Yeah, but it's... Or maybe some, yeah. Yeah. People know it. People yeah. know it. It's so, a thing. Guys, tell yeah. us what it's from. I don't feel like Googling right now. Yeah. Um. Let me Google in my head. Da, da, da. It's from a movie. There, let's move on. Yeah. So, <laughs> the women all look at... They all look at her and they're just like, that was Awful. I know. It I was don't think depressing. it was that awful. I they used yeah. the words depressing. I don't think it's that depressing either. I mean, oh, it's not like she's talking about was, that. No, I, I thought, thought it was, was funny. funny. Yeah, yeah it was but cute. I love how Rose said that. She's like stinky, but she, it was like such a kind yeah, delivery. <laughs> it was. It was. That's how she is. I know. Her heart is so yeah, pure. it's like it guys. She's she's tried magic. She tried ventriloquism. Like just yeah. throw her a bone. Exactly. Tell her she's good. If you don't, you know what I mean. If you don't like. It, you it, her like stuff it. isn't going to get any better. So yeah. you know what? Just you know, just entertain her and but, say but, it's but, great. But, but but I mean, it, looking to the end of the episode, all of this, all of this negativity and this awesome negativity is setting up 
for an awesome joke. Yes. 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 It's true. So they tell her she stinks. Yeah. Sophia just goes, go joke. to hell, all of you. And then yeah. just walks out of the, walks the kitchen. So the next day, we are, with the house is set up. There's a bunch of Russians and it's reporters in the conference. house. Yes. There's fold in, fold-out chairs ready. And, and, and Dorothy's sitting there in one of the fold-out chairs. I realized for the sake of the, uh, I realized for the sake of the show, they had to have it there. I was really, to, for like, yes. Yeah, I was confused by that. I was like, wait, I thought they were just going to Russia. Um, yeah. But now they're having a, they're having a press conference first. About well, yeah, yeah. The, on the American side and saying, okay. now we're going to Russia, you know, yeah. sort of a thing. Okay, sure. And so just Blanche, walks over, Blanche mm-hmm. walks over and says, I was just talking to that Russian man over there. And did you know that it snows in the summer in Russia? And also, uh, the women there are not very attractive. Yes. And so she says to Dorothy, she goes, um, Do you know what this means? <laughs> That means I'll have my pick of any guy, and you can make a snowman in June. <laughs> oh my God, so good! And Dorothy just like deadpan looking out. It's like, so good. I love their like straight man goofball. Like it's uh, such a great dynamic. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and we were talking about. I mean, you know, I don't think we've talked very much about this, but the two of them were together on Mod. Yeah, I didn't you know, realize that. The the that show that made really, Dorothy or yeah. Dorothy B. Arthur Hughes. Yeah, it was B. Arthur's show. Yeah, right? it was and B. Then, Arthur's show. Okay. And what's funny is. Uh, Rue McClanahan kind of played a dunce, kind of played oh, Rose's character on the yeah. show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also goes to show how much like people work with people and that's how you get jobs. It's yes. like, oh, I worked with somebody on this job and now I'm going to, you know, like I'm sure we all know from our friends and oh, yeah. our careers, like, oh, I'm yeah, just waiting for Carrie to get staffed somewhere to hire me. Seriously. Yeah. 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 No, same here. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Guys, so, let's form a pact right now. Seriously. We kind of do. We do. I think there is like, you know, amongst our good friends, you really are working together in a lot of ways so that in the future, you can continue to work together and create great things because you're exactly. all of like minds. You know, yeah. you're all and you yeah. know who's dependable and like exactly. Who, you know, like yeah. Elliot referred me for a great like punch up gig. Yeah. yeah, and I was like so generous of him, and he's somebody who I've yeah. like gone to parties with, and just so not lovely of him to think of me. And yeah, yeah like my you know people I know who've gotten jobs like back on Colbert. It was like mm-hmm. oh, I used to do improv with this person. Like yeah, it's mm-hmm. so I'm just finally reading Amy Poehler's book right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, please. And, yeah. yeah, it's so good, and yeah. she talks a lot about that about how people are just like oh. So you just like submit and you know like no. just ask SNL, I mean, some, hey, could I do this? And it's like, no, you're building you're over building time. Yeah. It goes, it goes back to, and I'm not the hugest fan of Conan O'Brien, but it goes back to what he said on the last episode of the Tonight mm-hmm. Show when he was leaving. He was like, just be nice, yeah, just oh, continue totally. to be nice, be genuine and be nice. Exactly, and being nice will go a long way. That's what Patrick Swayze said in Roadhouse when he was trying to yeah. when he was trying oh, to train so all good. of the all of the oh, bouncers yeah. in the bar. He mm-hmm. said, no matter what, he just said, be nice. He keeps saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guess what? Before the end of the movie, Patrick Swayze also rips a man's throat out with his bare hands, which <laughs> objectively true. is not nice. But he, yeah, he says there's a time for yeah being not nice or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I'm, I literally just wrote a piece for Men's Health about the, yeah, that movie. Oh my God, you know. I'm so quoted amazing. in it. Yeah, you're quoted yeah. in it. If you ever want to talk about Roadhouse, please call me because I freaking love and own that movie. Oh. I d- I've never seen it. Oh, you're really missing None out. None of the yeah. guys that I interviewed had seen it. Yeah, I think there's what a the reason heck? for that. Yeah. Um, I'm you sorry, can watch the part it when he does his own stitches is my favorite moment in cinema. <laughs> oh, it's so good. See, every time I think of Patrick Swayze, and this is just as a you know person who's had cancer before, but I just think of can't dying. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, it's really sad, but it's, I know. He, he was a great man. Yeah, he, he was really struggled. a real good dude. Yeah, he really, really struggled, but he did it awesomely to the end. Yeah, yeah. always yeah. a positive attitude. Yeah. 
So anyway, so at this moment we learn, so this representative so we from find the embassy out that now Rose is nowhere to be seen in this moment. Yeah, she's, no, she's, she's off out with the, the sunshine. Cadet. Cadet. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they, they come up and it, it, you know, they talk to the Russian great character actor that's playing this Russian man. And he admits that he thinks that Rose is probably nine or 10, Yeah, you know, and the girls are like, what? Oh no. What? And yeah. then Dorothy says, Oh, she's closer to 10. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a yeah. funny joke. So then they're but, like, yeah. oh, go to the kitchen and we'll figure out what we're going to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because they, you know, yeah, they think <sighs> they think that they're here to meet a child and speak exactly. to a child. Yeah. Who sent which, such a simplistic letter. Yeah. Which, again, it's really interesting that... There was like, no fact-checking on this There was person. no fact-checking. <laughs> they didn't speak to her parents. They weren't like, hey, can we get permission from your parents <laughs> exactly. since you're and under like, 18? I mean, he, like, showed up to the door of the well, Miami house initially and was like, hello, two older women. Yes. I presume that Rose is your... <laughs> they just you know, show up with the letter. They're like, so... Her letter was addressed from this address, so we're all now here. Let's get the fold-out chairs exactly. ready. It's like these people aren't even related to her. They're friends, you know. Yeah. Like it's so yeah. weird. They didn't do any drilling down. Like, at all. Oh, like you know, guys. I see. I see comedy television. <laughs> yeah. I, I see what this is. It is the two women, and they live, and they have the child, the little girl. Exactly. Every and American is a lesbian. Yes, exactly. <laughs> where where is this Coco you speak of? Um, yes. So uh, so yeah, the they, Dorothy. Dorothy and Blanche are freaking out. They're freaking out. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Dorothy. Yeah, Yeah, they go into the kitchen just (laughs) discussing what the hell are we going to do? We have to tell them. And then Blanche has this awesome breakdown where she's like, we can't deceive them if we let them know that that, that if they let if they know that Rose is really not a nine year old, then it's going to hurt. Uh, you know, they're going to tell everyone in Russia, and then it's going to undermine. They're going to think everyone in the U.S. is just as dumb as Rose, and <laughs> she's just like yeah, breaking like it down. Undermine relations, and the whole country is going to like fall apart. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be the fun. collapse of our entire government. Like yeah. it's very patriotic. Of but it also yes. made sense. I was like, but yes, of course. It makes I mean, it's an zero important way sense. to like build the stakes for like why would the, yes. you know, I mean. Like mm-hmm. you can't just have it be like, oh, weird misunderstanding. Okay, yeah. you know, like you have to height, you know, like yeah. have the stakes be and higher. Then this or... is where Dorothy has the awesome response. She's like, "You really felt something with Rocky could, Four. Yeah, Rocky yes. Four had a profound effect on you. Yeah. Again, Dolph Lundgren guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a genius." So then Rose walks in with all the cadets, yes. and she's just so excited. She's wearing a beautiful little outfit. Yeah, really nice, really nice, sort of like a like a purple violety sort of like suitish dress. Yeah, yeah, really nice. And and you know the cadets are there in the corner. No one knows what the fuck I they're know, doing. Yeah, they're like just face <laughs> away from the camera. They all just were like, Ugh. yeah, I was like, let's yeah. just get in a huddle. Um, and and then Rose is saying, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Maybe I'll start with the story, and then you know she. Goes goes on to these. She wants to tell a story about the time like her uncle Gustav tried to milk a porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> but then the girls admit they think you're a nine-year-old. Yeah. And they, she's just really she's upset. Yeah. Rightfully. Wouldn't yeah, you be? I mean, I know. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's, it's really to be called dumb. You yes. know what I mean? Like it's, it's like it's got to be the number one thing that she's like very self conscious about. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think and so. I was interested that they even like kind of took it head on because it was like I think everyone has these personas and yeah that they kind of were like okay we're gonna have a storyline where she is called dumb and how is mm-hmm. she gonna handle that and how do the people around her handle that mm-hmm. you know? yeah like. I thought the way even Dorothy said the words was like kind of insensitive. But yeah. the, when, she's not when, a sensitive woman, I guess. Well, you know? when Blanche was so like a, you know a little bit later when they're they're trying to make her feel better, and essentially Blanche just goes. Well, and I'm paraphrasing because she says chucklehead, but she's basically like, well, yes, you may be a dum-dum, but you're our dum-dum. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, oh, 
but that's not. No, but then, that's endearing. Uh, no, I don't know. Because again, I feel that I feel it's like. But then Dorothy was the one who then stepped in and was like, "But you know what, Rose? Your words affected mm-hmm. the premiere of Rut. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she's yeah. like, and when your Blanche words did read like, the letter aloud, it change. wasn't a dumb letter. Like, and you could see how she says in the letter, like my could come the girls in my troop and I, mm-hmm. you know, like so it sounds like she's a cadet also. Yes, I think sound. that was the misconception. It wasn't yeah. the language or like the vernacular. Yeah. It was that but she was said the little, girls in my cadet. It was a little childish. In a I, way. I would say She's it like, was. My name is Rose Nyland, and I'm scared. Like yeah. it was, I think it yeah. was. I mean, it was simple. Yeah, but it's it very wasn't. Simple. But then again, you know, reading my mother's writing, any email from my mother, it's like, did a did a dyslexic child write this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Sorry, mom, she listens. Um, but, so, but so okay, so Rose is upset and she doesn't want to go out there. And then the Russian guy comes in and says, "So which one of you is Rose Nyland?" And then Blanche freaks out and says. This is Rose and gets one of the cadets and she, just yeah, pushes they her. get the little sassy, yeah. sassy cadet. And they go Who's out go out and to read the, the living room to read the letter yeah. and they're about to do it and then Rose because she is an honest sunshine yeah. cadet realizes mm-hmm. that she can't lie and mm-hmm. she admits that she's Rose Nyland mm-hmm. because a sunshine cadet never lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I love the way the representative from the embassy very quickly is like, oh boy, uh, okay, this press conference is now over and I'm now officially a resident of Miami. If anybody needs to reach me, my name is Dave. And then he just runs out the door. And it's yeah. so funny because it's like, yeah, a lot of those countries are scary as anything. And if mm-hmm. you screw up, you will be re- murdered. So it's yeah. like, go. Yeah. No, it's terrifying. I dare not to step out onto the steps of a church lest I, I be gunned down. I'm so Sorry, it's a very bad. Oh, I was just thinking of like the Godfather. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just thinking of the baptism. Um, different countries, different movies, different, different everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, organized crime. So the reporters start leaving, and Dorothy goes, Dorothy and Blanche both go up to Rose and says, That took a lot of courage mm-hmm. for you to do that. And, you know, you must feel. But she feels Something. like she's the laughing stock of the entire country. Yeah, um, she should. I mean, she's yeah. embarrassed. She's very embarrassed. And she runs into the kitchen just distraught and embarrassed. And that's where, that's where they, 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 they all try to, they they try to cheer her up. And they call her, and you know, you are dumb, dumb. And, you know, mm-hmm. to, to that, I'll say, like, you know, amongst my friends, especially, like, my my two best friends, um, they're now married, a married couple. Yay. Yay. Um, they, they like to pick on my driving. They like to pick on, mm-hmm. they think, I mean, they're all backseat drivers. Everyone in that fucking family is a backseat driver. And they, they really like to pick on you when you're driving and it's not fun for me because my family never did that we just Mm -hmm. sat there quietly and did whatever we had to do to get to the location and in a way they never give up doing it but they acknowledge like but you're our bad driver like you're still we're still grateful for you being here and driving and doing Mm -hmm. these things and it's it's a in, in a weird way, it's like, okay, I get that that's the perception you have of me, and even though I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't agree with that. I don't think love, you're a bad driver. Well, thank you. But you're out a great of, driver. Out of love, I'm just going to accept that and realize our love is stronger mm-hmm. than uh, this ridiculous thing you have in, in my in your mind about me. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> you it's know? A, you know, it's about loving people and like your friends and everything for, like you love every part of them. You love yeah. like what you consider to be the good and the bad things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean my my friends even think that I'm really cold. They think that like cuz I do have a moment of where I'm just like no, just say no. You don't bullshit. That's don't your bullshit. thing. You don't bullshit. Yeah. I wouldn't say that you're cold, but you're very just you like, you don't fools. dance around things. You're very forward. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. But the, and they, they make fun of that a lot, but mm. I know that they're not making fun of me. So yeah. it's, I think that's where they were going with the, uh, you're our dumb, dumb. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they were just, sure. 
because they all they, they make fun of her all the time for being dumb mm-hmm. all the yeah. time and the letter is sweet I will say though she, I think she wrote it we see it for a quick second I think she wrote it in purple marker <laughs> which I'm like well okay, maybe that wasn't okay. the greatest a decision. smiley face was there somewhere maybe a star yeah. over an and eye the PS about <laughs> yes. like I think that that's when Reagan takes his nap oh yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah. don't yeah. call Reagan in the afternoon don't call the president Reagan in the yeah. afternoon because that's I think that's when he takes his nap here's my question what what's going on with everybody who is just in the living room or, like <laughs> Did everybody just get up and leave? Yeah. I, I hope they didn't steal stuff. Bye. I know. Yeah. I know. We no. never see them. We never see what's going on out there. But then, so after the girls kind of come to a, a moment of after the letter's read and everyone's feeling good about themselves, yeah. there's a telephone call. Mm-hmm. Blanche gets up to answer and she says, Rose, it's for you. Rose gets up. She class in a very classy way, takes off that big earring she has, puts the phone to her ear, which oh. I love. Mm-hmm. And it's very Elizabeth Taylor, you know, where she mm-hmm. takes off the earring. She's like, these have always brought me luck. I yeah. <laughs> Think of and then uh, and then uh, she says, "Oh my God, it's the president!" And the president is saying, "Thank you for the very kind letter." Yeah, very short phone call with the president. Very short. Well, of course, president's busy. But the thing I thought was funny (laughs) was when, yes, of course, the president, or maybe Mm -hmm. he just forgot who he was on the phone with. Reagan. I hated that man, guys, and I will always make fun of his Alzheimer's and everything else about him. Hmm. Yes. I hear you, Reagan. My grandma died of Alzheimer's. Let me tell you why I hate him. Okay, I'm going to justify this. Oh. As a homosexual male. Oh, yeah. He. That man killed thousands Mm -hmm. of people without ever identifying or even uttering the word or the acronym AIDS until 1987. Yep. Five years into yeah. governmental knowledge of the thousands, some say even millions of people oh, yeah. around the world had died. And he very deliberately said, I am not speaking about would AIDS. Would not do it. I am not engaging in this. Also, the New York Times took sort of the same yeah. strategy and they wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, it was a public health massacre. Yeah. And no one was doing anything because Nobody. it affected mostly the except gay community. For, except for, you know, lesbians and women who were friends of gay men and mm-hmm. gay men themselves who weren't dying were taking care of each other and that yeah. was all they could do. Oh, if you, have you ever seen the, doc, uh, the movie Movie and the band played oh, on God, like yes. phenomenal, but mm-hmm. I mean that really exposes like how much you know the scientific community was like, oh my gosh, please, we need to alert people. And yeah. Reagan and company Nobody were just like not do doing it. it. Nobody would do it. They wouldn't issue it's AZT crazy. to people because it became this, you know, like 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 a vanity drug for people. When it's like, no, this is the only thing. I mean, this is, this is making me sad, but it's the only thing that's keeping people alive, mm-hmm. and at least for a short period of time. And this fucking forgetful douchebag in the White House is mm-hmm. the one who's not doing anything. So. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if anyone's listening who loves Reagan, well, you can unfollow me. <laughs> Do we get a lot of like maybe, Republican you never know. Or maybe you never know. Venn diagram of Reagan yeah. fans. And I am Golden fascinated Girls by fans. Reagan, yeah. though. I've always been very fascinated oh, by Reagan. Yeah, my dad yeah. loves Reagan. We actually have like literally framed portraits of him in my the, oh, in my dad's God, office. Would... Yeah, Fra- for, uh, frame photos of just Reagan or frame photos of your dad with Reagan? Oh, just Reagan. Okay, it's a poster. <laughs> it's a poster, and it says "Bringing America Back." I think oh. it was like an old campaign poster. God, yeah, so, so I was like, oh, if they were with Reagan, it'd be like, well, yeah, of course. No, here, I appreciate taking with the president. And then we also have Nixon on the fridge. I mean, it's a whole Nixon I can handle. Reagan... Fuck his fuckety forgetful fucking yeah, face. Yeah, it um, was really shameful. But I do want to go. I've been to the Reagan Library a few times because it Ooh. is a beautiful library. But I want to go there and do a story about trying to find AIDS anywhere in the building. Oh, yeah. Like just the oh, word AIDS anywhere in the yeah. building. Um, it doesn't exist. But there's lots of jelly beans. Where is the Reagan Library? Uh, it's oh, so um, Simi Valley. Simi okay, Valley, yeah. yeah. And also the Nixon Library is here, too, in Whittier. Oh. Great library. Hmm. 
Sorry, guys. That's enough of that. I know. Situation. The presidential coroner. Yeah. This is a. This is another. So uh, this is another calls. learning episode. Yes. Reagan, so calls Reagan calls. And, and then <laughs> Blanche or Rose is just so excited by the call that she has to go put it in her diary. That's what I thought was strange. Which it was a like, great reason for her to exit. Yes. Yeah, but she yeah. hangs up the phone, and instead of being like, "So here's what he just said," she just goes, "Oh, like uh, he loved my letter. I'm 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 gonna go write it down on my diary yeah. and runs out." I would have been like, "Hold the phone. Come yeah. back. Yeah. What did he say?" Well, it was like a minute conversation so yeah, let's be like, real we know what he said like yeah. it was like love Gilletta thanks bye like I mean <laughs> sure <laughs> when did Reagan turn into a Jewish woman from Queens yeah. love Gilletta thanks bye everybody come no, down look at the train I know what <laughs> I love it so so she exits Sophia enters and she's like <laughs> I got my talent this yeah. is the awesome joke that everything of the uh, yes. poor performances from Sophia have been setting up for she's like I got my talent <laughs> what is it ma I'm gonna do my Reagan impression Oh, and she does that face, huh? huh? That, so good. So but good. here's the thing. I mean, Rose is really gullible. She's an easy person to fool. So yeah. <laughs> that talent may not yeah, have been any better terrible. than the other yeah. one. But you know what? Still, the clock's running down. It's Sophia's just got to commit to something. Mm-hmm. So, oh, And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So good. So good. It was Such a good very, episode. There were a lot of good jokes in this episode. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was chockful. Oh, my God. Okay, Selena. At the end of every podcast, you always as you, get so quiet at this part. I know. Well, it's a it's a it's a good real moment. You cha- okay. yeah. The energy you know. in the room automatically it's shifts. Like Jerry Springer, it like is, final thought. It is mm-hmm. a it's a Jerry where he looks into a different throw. camera. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, uh, what's the meaning of all these people calling each other white trash on stage? I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. In exactly. Under thirty seconds. I need to redeem this show somehow. Okay. Well, what we do here at the end of every podcast is a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners based on the episode. We'll start so you have sort of an okay. option. Golden um, takeaway, I like that. Or an example, excuse me. My golden takeaway from this episode is... For people listening to watch the film Testament, it's a great film starring Jane Alexander, and it's so good. It's basically like there's this family who, like, you know, one day there's this nuclear reactor, and then everything, all the services, everything start sort of crumbling down around you. And it's so frightening what people do when the world is ending essentially around you and how you survive. Oh, such a good movie. Check it out, guys. Testament. Cool. I, I get the same feeling when I watch The Walking Dead. Oh, yes. Mm. Very similar. Very mm. similar. Except what I think is more terrifying in Testament is that it's it could happen. The, I was going to say the reality mm. of it. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes of course. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I want to talk about The Walking Dead so bad right now. Um, Do you really? You like Walking Dead? I didn't know that. I'm a huge I fan of Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead. I, but, but Stan doesn't uh, like it. Stan doesn't like it because he... He's a comic book he's, guy. Yeah, he, he's but a big fan of the comic But have you been watching the series? Books. Yeah, I watch oh, it without him. Oh, God. We need to, I didn't we, know that about you. Ah, we should talk. Have we not talked? No. All right. We have to talk about Glenn. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, my he's takeaway... Alive, for, don't... People might not have heard it yet. People oh, might not have watched that episode. Heard it. If you have not... If you are a fan of Walking Dead and you don't know anything about what happened to Glenn recently, you are not a fan of Walking Dead. Okay. Glenn is alive. That's all I'm... Glenn yeah, is alive. Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> golden takeaway from this episode is um, is is teacher children about uh, make believe and and I say that you know I, I'm talking about the the camp out scene. Mm. It's I don't think that enough children mm. sort of play make believe anymore mm. because they've all got their tablets and their mm-hmm. PewDiePie's and stuff. So I and feel they like say it. they're like we want to watch MTV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think it's you know because I used to do that. I, we used to have like fake. You know, we used to put up tents and pretend that we were camping in, like, my cousin's living room when we were kids. And, you know, so I say, like, if you have kids, 
like still do that stuff with them. Like do that make believe where, you know, you set up camp, you know, tents out and, you know, you do it in the backyard, but, yeah. and, you know, pretend that you're somewhere in the middle of the woods and, mm. you know, have your neighbor dress up as a bear. <laughs> I used to them. pretend I was Gina Davis from A League of Their Own. Oh. Make believe. Yeah. 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 Oh, I loved Kit. I loved Lori Petty in that Me movie. Too. Oh I my made, God. Yes. I made my brother play him when we were Although, reenacting the scenes. He I love Madonna's character. I used to oh, buy yeah. those oh, gums, Madonna. candy cigarettes yeah. and like smoke them alone in my bedroom. Cause I was like, I love Madonna's character. She's so bad, you know? See, I love Kit because I was a younger sister. My sweet. older sister was prettier, more talented, and had red hair. Also, mm. Gina Davis and I used to have the same dentist. Just saying. She's from Whoa, Massachusetts. Just yeah. like Nancy Kerrigan. <gasps> nice. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so many great people come out of Massachusetts. Not just the two of us, yeah, Carrie. Yeah, I'm just saying. Dane Cook. No. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, man. Golden takeaway. I feel like there's a lot of pressure. No, no. Just whatever first comes to your okay. heart. Um, you know, what first came to my mind is the value of a good robe. Like, oh, yeah. I really think robes are very underrated. Some yeah. people don't even have them. And uh, multiple robes. I love the sort of silky ones yes. they have. Yes. Like, it's just a nice way to, like, hang out around the house I without, like, robe. putting on schlubby sweats. I feel like there's something yeah. very sophisticated about a nice robe. Yes. So I was sort of reminded by that because there was a great assortment of robes in this mm-hmm. whole episode. Yeah, in every yeah. episode, really. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Well, that's a great takeaway. Okay, that is a good. wonderful takeaway. Okay, good, good. Oh, so much fun. You have been one of our Thank favorite guests. So we love you so much. Oh, I love Tell you both us, so much. where can people follow you on the interwebs? Oh, well, I, my regular old website has all my jazz on it and it's selenacopic.com S-E-L-E-N-A-C-O-P-P-O-C-K and that's <laughs> my, I use my full name everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, it's all Selena Kopic. Um, Sweet. And I recently started a fake Twitter, a Twitter account that's a parody of the New York Times wedding section. Oh. Amazing. It's, I'm obsessed with it. It's NYT Vows. Okay. Um, okay. People mix it up with the real thing all the time, which is the greatest compliment. Um, and basically, <laughs> I just make fun of wasps and how they have their wedding. So it's I'm a lot of going to follow it yeah. right now. Will you include waspy gay people? Because there are so oh, yes. many awesome waspy gay weddings oh, yeah. that I just love to hate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't worry. I include everybody. And when the um, Supreme Court recently like mm-hmm. made that ruling, I was like, you know, congratulations to all same-sex sex couples with links to the Mayflower. And that one was pretty popular. <laughs> it's all about Mayflower Connects. I love that. <laughs> so dumb. So great. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I thank am H. Scott. You can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything. And I am CarrieDoherty.com, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter, and Squidzy on Instagram. And nice. thanks again, Selena, for being here. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Bye. 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 <laughs> That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>